and welcome to my little house of prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I am so glad that you could join me today as we discuss the topic of forgiveness. Today's topic is from Matthew 6, 12. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgiveness comes with no exceptions. Matthew 6, 12 through 15. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive your trespasses. Forgiveness determines our salvation. We will not make heaven our home if we do not forgive even the unforgivable. You see, forgiveness is not for them. It's for us. It's, it is way too much power to give another human being. They took from us what we did not freely give. They didn't ask. They just tried to change who we are in Christ Jesus by stealing from us what wasn't theirs to take. The Lord showed me this a long time ago, at the beginning of my walk. He had a lot of healing to do with my emotional wounds, my emotionally charged memories. If anger rises up in a memory of hurt, there is still an open wound filled with a pus of unforgiveness. As long as anger is there helping the pus of unforgiveness to accumulate, the wound festers. It festers until it starts affecting the rest of our lives, our choice-making decisions. We no longer see people and our world through the eyes of Jesus and his precious blood. Unforgiveness can bind up our prayers as you see in Matthew 6, 14 through 15. It puts us and our adversary in spiritual chains and cages, Matthew 16, 19. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. These chains and cages were created only for Lucifer and his cohorts. They weren't meant for us. Our prayers cannot be heard or answered as long as we are walking in unforgiveness. At that point, the only prayer that he will hear is that of a repentance. James 5.16 Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Psalm 34.18-20 The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. I don't know about you, but I want my prayers answered. More than that, I want to make heaven my home. I don't want anything to do with going to a devil's hell. Matthew eighteen fifteen through 20 Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault <clears throat> between thee and him alone. 
And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear him, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Earlier I said that if anger rises up in a memory of hurt, there is still an open wound filled with a pus of unforgiveness. As long as anger is there helping the pus of unforgiveness to accumulate, the wound festers. Did you know that they have proven scientifically 90% of all diseases are from unforgiveness? They have gone so far that another 19% is from the unforgiveness towards ourselves. Wow. Is anyone getting some freedom from this? Psalm 103, 3 through 5. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? who satisfy thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Psalm 23, 3. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Psalm 23, 5-6. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If you have never read A Shepherd's Look at Psalm 23, I strongly suggest that book to you. Your local library should have it. It is such a great little book. It helps us see the loving care of our great shepherd toward each and every one of us. He cares so much for each and every one of us he wants us to be in divine health. 3 John 2-6 through 6. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, Thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to the strangers, which have borne witness of thy charity or love before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well. I can't tell you the many miracles he has worked in my help. Satan has been trying to kill me since conception, but the Lord constantly delivers me. Psalm 141, 9 through 10. Keep me from the snares which they have laid for me and the gins of the workers of iniquity. 
Let the wicked fall into their own nets, whilst that I would all escape. But I had to grow and learn how to walk in forgiveness. In this day and age, just about everyone has an ailment of some kind. Do a soul check to see if and where we might have unforgiveness. And remember, Satan and his cohorts are always there to provide an opportunity for us to fall into his trap of unforgiveness. If we recognize it right by the leading of the Holy Spirit, we don't have to fall into it. 1 Corinthians 2, 10-16 But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, Yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Do you see why we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I could not have gotten as far as I have so far without him. My prayer language is the Holy Spirit praying through me. It is a perfect prayer, especially when I do not know what to pray. In these last days, we will need his help more and more. John 14, 16 through 21. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while and the world seeth me no more but ye see me because I live you shall live also at that day ye shall know that I am in my father and ye in me and I in you he that hath my commandments and keepeth them he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and will manifest myself to him John 14, 26-31 But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have not heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, you would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter I will talk much with you, for the Prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. 
Arise, let us go hence. Joel 2, 27-32 And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and I am the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire, pillars of smoke. The sun shall be burned, turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. It shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, for in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, and remnant whom the Lord shall call. You see, the Lord's promise is to send us an aid in our walk, and if we will be obedient to his leading, we will be able to walk in victory. <clears throat> He will help us to make heaven our home. The Lord is so generous to his ch children. The Holy Spirit will shine the love, light, and life of the Lord's toward truth on our emotional wounds so that we can repent and be healed. Forgiveness affects our eyesight. How we see our world and others. 1 Peter 3, 9-12 Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrariwise, blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that you should inherit a blessing. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him askew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. I had a personal experience concerning my vision of forgiveness. An acquaintance of mine knew someone I knew. A person we knew was extremely abusive towards us. After I became a Christian, I forgave that person. They did not. They brought a friend to support their campaign. I kept speaking the word to them as they kept telling me that I had rose-colored glasses on. I was making excuses for that person. I tried to explain that forgiveness was for me, not for them. Their friends started agreeing with me. When that happened, they decided to take their friend back home. I was left with a question. Do I have rose-colored glasses on? He replied immediately with a shout of declaration. Yes. Yes, you do. I am the Rose of Sharon and the Lily of the Valley. You have my glasses on. You see people the way I see them. You are my child. The friend in Christ that was sitting across from me heard a rumble. Somehow she knew that the Lord spoke to me. She asked, What did he just tell you? In tears I told her what he said. After that episode, the Lord started restoring all kinds of things that were taken from me in unforeseen sources. Then later, he began having fun with the restorative power I had opened myself up to with the power of forgiveness. You see, 
Forgiveness unleashes a supernatural power in our life. It opens us up for supernatural miracles. It allows our prayers to get answered. It allows our body to be healed. It allows us to see others as he sees them. It is such a wonderful weapon we have in our arsenal from him. Proverbs 25, 21-23 If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. The north wind driveth away rain, so doth an angry count and a backbiting tongue. Forgiveness can heap hot coals on our adversary's head. You know the old saying, kill them with kindness? It comes from this verse. So, if you do not know the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, let me introduce you to him. It's really simple. First, you must acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a Savior according to the law of the Word. Ask him for his forgiveness for all of your sins and call them out to him and thank him for that forgiveness. Then forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against you. And remember, you will be experiencing opportunities to forgive your entire walk with the Lord. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice-making decisions. Let him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in his holy word. Ask him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you, but this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you because God is very personable. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control over my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want to welcome you to the family of God. All of heaven is rejoicing along with me over your decision. I hope this message spoke to someone out there today. I would love to know if you made Christ Lord today so that I can continue to pray for you. I'm so glad that you all could join me today at my little house of prayer. Remember, I love you, but Jesus loves you more. Have a blessed week.